What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Gaming and Chill podcast, episode number 131, with Alex and David from Making Good Spaghetti podcast. How are you gentlemen doing today? We're good. Yeah, we're doing good today. How about you? We're good. Uh, we're you good. know what? I am doing outstanding. I can't really complain all that much. Although it's Sunday, so that means work <laughs> starts Monday, so... Uh, Actually, that's tomorrow, point. so I'm pretty good. Okay, and we now have one less guest on the podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I am uh, absolutely kidding there. So, what all do you gentlemen do? Uh, you reached out through a website that is kind of growing, I think. Um, I was like, hey, or was it on Twitter? It was I think on Twitter. It, I think it happened right around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what kind of podcast do you all do? Hmm. I think mostly we just talk about our interests and what we like. We talk about like movies and games and like music and stuff, kind of whatever floats our through our mind during the day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a lot of uh, kind of like uh, a lot of couch conversations, pretty much just like after a long day, just hanging out with one another and just being like, "Yeah, how's your day? And what'd you do?" <laughs> Basically, that's that's actually pretty awesome. So uh, it's the equivalent of. Uh... I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, off-topic podcast from uh, Rooster Teeth, the Achievement Hunter, uh, basically mm-hmm. where they just kind of sit around a table, have some drinks, and just chat. Yeah, pretty, pretty, much. pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty. Similar. I I like that. I, I would I would roughly say we're roughly around in that same area of talking whatever strikes your fancy. Yeah. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about Wolfenstein Youngblood, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein. What do you prefer? Wolfenstein. Yeah. Wolfenstein. Yeah. You can say Wolfenstein. I mean, you'd be wrong, but I mean. You're good. (laughs) Say it however you'd like. You know, I do think it is Wolfenstein because you drink from a beer stein, not a beer stein. The German is Stein. Stein is the way you pronounce it. Unless you're also talking about Berenstein Bears versus Berenstein Bears. (laughs) Didn't they change the name too? I think they added an E or something to a few of the titles of the Berenstein Bears. That is the. I don't know. That is the subject of like this huge internet conspiracy, basically talking really? about multiple pa- parallel universes: Berenstein Bears uh. versus the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> it is a huge thing of like, what do you remember as a kid? And everybody's like, "Oh my god, I remember this!" And they're like, I don't remember that. That doesn't exist. Wow, <laughs> I think that's it's actually the, pretty crazy. <laughs> Mandela effect. Don't quote me on that one, but mm-hmm. it's like the idea that. People have a shared memory of something, but a huge part is different. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, we want to talk about the Wolfenstein Youngblood that recently came out. What would you say, about yeah. a month and a half, a month ago? I think the end of July, I think. Great. Yeah, around the... Yeah. That's not, that's not too long that's, ago. Yeah, it's pretty recent, yeah, definitely. Good. Um, but before we get into that, why don't we hear from our sponsor, Humble Bundle. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. Okay, 
So, one word, right off the top of your bat. Is the game good? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I've, I've heard some very <laughs> conflicting opinions from people who are old school Wolfenstein fans, and they're going, it has everything, but it's just, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to ask the question then of, so you said it's a good game. Is it a good Wolfenstein game? Having taken all the, we can safely remove the old school uh, Ray Trace uh, Wolfenstein from the old school and just start with the yeah. new canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Wolfenstein New Order? I think it was just Wolfenstein, the original, like just Wolfenstein. Was okay. it the New Order? No, or the, young, think, the old one. No, I think it was the, um, the New Order, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think that's the one that I started playing on, and I just, I have so many games. In my roster <laughs> to play. Yeah. Do you play on Steam or do you play like on a console? Uh, I play it on PC, but not mm. through Steam. Um, it's through the Xbox Game Pass because I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, I, I so I can play it on both my Xbox and my PC. I personally prefer my PC. How's it run? Like, does it? Do you stream them or do you like um download them first? Uh, basically, I just download it. Um, mm. so what happens is with Xbox Game Pass, you download it and then you just play it. Mm. Um, and I don't know if it's the same as the console. I, didn't, I know I have them on the Xbox. I don't know about the PC version of it. it it's this. It's roughly the same, just oh, better nice. graphics and mouse and keyboard rather than a controller. <laughs> yeah, I've been able to play it a little bit smoother too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say the Wolfenstein Young Blood would be a good. It's a very good co-op game, and that's what we like about it. Okay. Um. So it, it basically heavily relies upon that co-op oh, yeah. nature. Um. Because that's actually kind of cool. And it's couch co-op or online? Or can it be both? I, I think it's both. It can be both. It could be both, yeah. If like if you didn't have um if you didn't have online or live or whatever subscription you have, you could basically just have two char- two controllers and two characters and just Is it split screen? I'm not sure. Yeah. I, don't think it was, no, I, I I feel like that would be murder if it was split screen. Yeah, it'd be kinda hard to <laughs> it's so like it moves very fast too. Talking about split screen, um, I remember as a kid having a, like a 13 inch TV and playing four player co-op oh, four player oh split God. screen yeah. I don't remember if you remember the GameCube game uh Fantasy Star Online Universe 1 and 2 plus I played two I didn't play I think I I think I played the first one yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so splitting a 13 inch screen into four quarters Oh my god. This is a nightmare. And I'm sitting here thinking... <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. You know what? It was a great place to cut your chops on it, though, because you're sitting there going, okay, I have to rely upon the information that I can actually understand. Yeah. Um, But it was a great place, but I'm still thinking, splitting Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein into two halves of a TV just sounds... Chaotic. Too much. Yeah, let me... <laughs> I mm-hmm. can't decide which would be better, splitting it horizontally or vertically, though. Hmm. I would say horizontally. For the way it plays, it might be horizontally. Okay. I'll have to look into it, because mm-hmm. I personally not. So? No, I'm just saying that it doesn't have split-screen support. Yeah, oh, that guy. Nah. <laughs> yeah, because that would be a little... That would be a little... Too I, much. <laughs> I think the last split-screen... Major split-screen game, I want to clarify that, would have been... Uh, what was it? Way out, the Prison Break game. Oh yeah, we haven't played that one yet. Actually, we were talking. We've been talking about it since it. Was I yeah. haven't played it because I'm like, okay, I want. I would want to get 
you know, my uh, a friend or my brother to come and sit down and play it yeah. with me. Uh, because I'm like, okay, I've I've heard you can like share a controller with somebody over the internet or share mm, through share game, play, through share play, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I I can't even fathom like, try. I mean, I guess through Discord or Skype it could work, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine that would through um, PlayStation. Oh, what you say? There. Okay. Um. So if it makes a great Wolfenstein, uh, Wolfenstein game, what? So I want to elaborate on that. What makes it a good Wolfenstein game? Like what makes a good Wolfenstein game is a great way to start that conversation. Hmm. What makes a good Wolfenstein game? Is it the, I mean, apart from shooting Nazis in the face, which is (laughs) cathartic as all get out, but what separates it? What I was actually, what I was going to say was just that, like the actual lore behind it, just you being two sisters with, pretty much power suits on just getting ready to just kill nazis left and right and just basically just taking all that um it's a good it's a good uh stress relief not not stress relief but more like just letting it out there all at once kind of like how the first um couple of wolfenstein games were like um the new order or young blood like it's Mm -hmm. just you being blast and you being you taking on the role of that action hero being like i I could do this like i'm ready to go less story driven though no no you, hmm. you basically don't have to question, am I punching people that could potentially be good guys? Nah, yeah, pretty much. they're Nazis. <laughs> and this it, game, they definitely amplify that too, with the power suits you have. Oh, really? So they, yeah. <laughs> in, in full clarity, I've actually not played Youngbloods yet. So I'm speaking on a, uh, I've seen a lot of playthroughs and a little bit of reviews, but haven't got some hands-on time with the game for pure for clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I love having you all on here because uh, from the sounds of it, you have played a lot of it or have beaten it in the time since we started conversing about doing this podcast. Pretty close now, yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> Not yet, but yeah. You're working there. You're working. You've, yeah. you've safely done enough of the game to give a review. <laughs> and, I, and I perfectly understand that one because I, I swear uh, doing a gaming podcast or anything like that, and I'm sure you all understand of there's not enough time in this universe to work and to have a family life and to finish all the games and to review yeah. the game. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Preach. Preach. <laughs> Every week there's a new game, and I'm pretty sure in a week and a half I'll be playing the new Monster Hunter game, and then a week after that is new Zelda. Yeah. God, and Borderlands, yeah. Borderlands 3. I'm our biggest game on the coming fence up. about Borderlands 3. Uh, I don't like the, the practices behind the, the company, but God, Ooh. we love that, that franchise that, so yeah. much. <laughs> That's probably our favorite franchise to play. There you go. There you go. Maybe we'll have you back on. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, we'll be down for it. I'll be down. We'll be down, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so basically, it's just co-op Wolfenstein, then. Um, does it yeah. add anything to the mixture or is it just that perfect right of they nailed the mixture the first time it's got the good feeling of just the guns feel powerful enough to take out that new brand of nazi super soldier or is it just is it the co-op that adds that extra spice i feel like it it definitely is the Mm co-op just because from being used to just being Blaskowitz and not necessarily having like any limits, like gun levels or level system, or mm. just not having any limits and just being able to just get in there, kill, and then get out. Mm. The co-op kind of makes it a little bit more bearable, not being able to do that so much. 
as opposed to like you know how we just said in the other in the other games. Mm. The level the level system makes it a little bit before you can just kind of work your way through without having to worry about oh this guy level higher than me or whatever. But with this game, you kind of have to pay attention to like the enemies' levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So with levels and introduction of a softer hard RPG element, is there gear drops? So does it add the looter shooter to the mix? Basically, no. You still find it in the traditional, like, Wolfenstein ways by finding the gun, like, at a certain um, mm-hmm. stop in the mission or, like, after a certain Before checkpoint or something. The mission, yeah. Mm-hmm. They still have that type of stuff. But okay. you do get, like, um, collectibles, like um, 3D glasses. Um, floppy disks. Floppy disks. Cassette tapes. Cassette tapes, yeah. There's <laughs> now, some other stuff in there. Now, for the younger audience, floppy disks <laughs> and cassettes. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, me really know a CD, no, but a square. <laughs> No, I think I seen an article speaking on that. Someone, some of the newer kids, did not know what the uh, photo development room in Stranger Things season three was. They were confused wow. about that. Something too. Yeah. Um, or they they were confused about what a floppy disk was and why did it look like a vending machine. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, why? Uh, how old am I though? <laughs> I was sitting there going. Oh no, I've I've entered into the those darn kids <laughs> and them Fortnite dances. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but so you you can find those sort of things because it is set in the what nineteen eighties nineteen eighties now. Okay, so in France, yeah, makes sense. Man, I feel like it it's traveled so long since the first one mm-hmm. where it was set in World War Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it's in the eighties. Yeah, Blasquez is definitely an older man in this one. <laughs> when you see him, well, I mean, his daughters were born. At I think some in the point. second game. In yeah, the, okay, so the second, second game. game, and they're well, easily the twenties. Yeah. yeah, around. Uh, I would say young twenties, maybe like late teenagers is like maybe twenty one or like eighteen yeah. between there. Old enough to punch some Nazis in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old enough to take care of business, yeah. <laughs> nice. So I, I understand from what I understand of the story, you're looking for Blaskowitz or you're saving Blaskowitz. Is yeah, you're looking for him. Do they do they set that up in a very, in a very good way, or is it kind of a, it, almost like a ham handed like, mm-hmm. eh, we need to do this, go do it. Well, I would personally say it was kind of like ham handed. Yeah, it was like, very quick. And- yeah, like oh, Blaskowitz wants to go fight the next Hitler. Yeah. But it, he's not back. They so set it up all on? within like 10 minutes. I think the first cutscene, they just set it right up. You see him and then halfway to the cutscene, he's gone. And then the girls find the power suits and head off. To yeah, yeah. They're just, they're <laughs> out of here. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's Wolfenstein. You don't need, the game? you're not looking, you're not looking for poetry in motion. It's <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think, I think safely we can say it's a game about punching Nazis in the face. Yeah, and it's more gameplay focused than anything. Good, because um, some games just honestly they don't need that deep lore. We don't need yeah. to have pages and pages of lore because all that lore does is just end up bogging the game down. Definitely. And mm-hmm. how much lore can you have of? And this is why this Nazi is stronger and more <laughs> evil. He has more robots. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they had replaced one limb on this guy. Now they've replaced two limbs. <laughs> All this right. Game, it does. It does the um, 
the lore pretty well, though. It has pretty funny lore. It's kind of like, what if... It's kind of the what-if scenario if the Nazis took over and, like, Prince wasn't Prince and they have, what is it, um, Purple Mist or Pink Mist or something? Purple Mist. Purple yeah. Mist. Yeah, they have, like, some funny, like, what-if scenarios in their lore, though. It's pretty cool. Now, do you think that they're going to continue this storyline? Like, uh, this, the even if it's not the twins or Blaskowitz, do you think they'll ever move and continue the Wolfenstein story? Or does Wolfenstein have to be a Blaskowitz to do it? Hmm. I I definitely think this would be kind of like a one-off. Like, this is a fun game to play, and it's um, the story is kind of there, like, where you're just like, oh, I'm kind of invested. But overall, I think it, it, it primarily either has to be a Blaskowitz game or somebody that's just... Related? Not related, but kind of just like Blaskowitz. Like, I want to be... A tough dude. A, like, a tough... I am, even though he doesn't have this title, like, I am Captain America. Mm, I guess I'm still in the setting, yeah. Yeah, someone that is objectively, is just as pure as the Nazi regime is evil. Yeah. You can clearly go, yep, no, they're the embodiment of good, and they're the embodiment of evil. Go punch mm. them. <laughs> yeah, go go get them. Go get the bad guys. So, I was going to say, do you, like, do you think it would be interesting to see if they ever done, like, a... 90s or 2000s era world that is taken over by World War II Nazi. Um, like, would that be an interesting set piece, or would that just feel like now they're just doing it because they they feel mm. obligated to, not because they want to? If that makes any weird sense. If no, it, it does. If it was a main Wolfenstein game, I would say I'd give it a try just because I'd have loved the past two main Wolfenstein games. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'll give it a go. But it, if it was that, like, ah, they did it just because they could, and then I'd be like, all right. Yeah, they're just doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you kind of see it might be a trend that, to follow afterwards. But for now, I don't think I'd, I'd be down for it, honestly. Yeah, I'd, I'd play it. Yeah. yeah. I think cool. it'd be pretty cool. Um, So talking about sequels, let's go back and talk about, can, say, a person has never played any of the previous Wolfenstein games, can they pick up this game and still enjoy it, even though they've never played as B.J. Blazkowicz or uh, any of the other characters that have been throughout the storyline, could somebody theoretically go to the store, pick up Youngbloods, play it, and have enjoyment in it? Definitely if um if they haven't played any of the other games, I will say they do a pretty good job of like kind of filling you in on what's happened as far as like collectibles and what you find throughout the game and the missions and the lore behind it. But if you were to just like go and say, I'm going to play this with my friend for the weekend, maybe for the week for a bit, it would definitely, it would definitely make the experience a whole lot better if you're going in blind, just because that's the, that's kind of like the first game you're playing. It's the first game that you're getting into and you kind of like the story. And then if you wanted to really get into it, you can get back into um, the new order or uh, old blood and all that stuff. Yeah. And the new Colossus. Yeah. Oh, so it's Uh, kind of like you could, this is kind of like a good point to jump in and then go, but how did we get here? Sort of like a prequel story, except less mm-hmm. Senate debates and yeah, midichlorians. <laughs> um, but now you can jump in. It's a it's a good game to get from like Redbox with your friend and just say, Definitely, hey, you're here yeah. for the weekend. Let's let's punch some Nazis together. And yeah, you <laughs> yeah. know, going outside. <laughs> which sounds I was like, which sounds like the perfect weekend to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's. I always like it when games are kind of 
connected, but not so much where if you put in one game and you're going, dude, I'm in the weeds and I just started this game. Mm, like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so maybe the way they started the game off is kind of why they did that, you think, maybe? Possibly. Because it was a quick start and it kind of just... The game focuses more on the gameplay aspect, and you kind of have like small cutscenes here and there, but for the most mm-hmm. part, you kind of just read the mis- the mission dossier and then go from there. That, may, so I mean, guess. that absolutely makes sense. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know I've played some games that they're so reliant upon the uh, the games before, and you're going, man, I'd sure hate to be lost in this. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh wait, I am. <laughs> Games like uh, Mass Effect remind me of that. Destiny well, 2, I would say. Kind uh, of. Destiny 2... I think mm-hmm. if you're starting from Destiny 2 vanilla, I think you'd be fine. Because I don't hmm. feel like they really rely terribly much on anything that happened in Destiny. But if you tried to like jump into Destiny Forsaken, well, first mm-hmm. of all, you have to finish the story of vanilla, so... It's yeah. kind of moot point, but I was more thinking of like the, almost like the Metal Gear Solid games. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Snake? Is this the right? Snake? What is this? I don't know what this is. Yeah. I've got I've got Solid Snake, Metal Snake, Liquid Snake. I'm Lost Snake. Uh, yeah, Big boss. you got all these people. This I've I've tried to sit down and read some of the lore for Metal Gear, and I'm like, good luck. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm reading the Wikipedia page, and I'm lost. <laughs> uh, but it kind of makes me uh, super enjoy Hideo Kojima's writing because mm-hmm. it's not just simple. Just, yeah, yeah. Which makes me look forward to Death Stranding. Which are you I, all? Are you looking forward to Death Stranding? I want to be. I just I want to have some sort of like footing. I want to know what the what game is going to be. I, I, are you trying to connect the world together? I think that's kind of what it is, right? They're trying to connect the world through these yeah. towers. Yeah. I don't... Uh, so I'm kind of on the I'm kind of on that same point there of like I want to be on board but there is something that makes me actually more excited. What's if you that? all re- uh, so if you all remember and this is a weird connection for way to make it. Do you all remember the Cloverfield movie trailers? Which yes. one the original ones? Or the, like origi- the 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 original mm-hmm. Cloverfield, uh, New York Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. You kind of didn't know what it was really. The trailers did not tell you a thing. And then the movie comes out, and it's an amazing movie. So I'm kind of on that same page of Dale Kojima's not really giving us a ton of information, but I want to believe yeah. because it's Hideo Kojima, he's gonna write mm-hmm. something good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into it enjoying it. Um, but I think it's part of so, and this is something that I've thought about a lot recently is the way in which we share information especially with the internet, basically takes away the mystery of a game. Um, I agree with that, yeah. If you, I mean, if you look at, like, so WoW Classic is launching tomorrow, hmm. and so much of original WoW was based upon people sharing information more like this, person-to-person, internet forum web posts, rather than, guys, I data-mined it, and here's all the <laughs> spreadsheets. <laughs> It would be, it's like the old school talking around a lunch table going, hey guys, I found a way to catch Peekaboo in Pokemon. It, it, I think, and I, if, I don't know if you, how much you keep abreast of this, but podcasts are making a comeback. And I, well, I, 
well, I say comeback. They've been around for a very long time, since around 2001. But for some reason, some moron decided that Conan O'Brien was bringing it back. All right. (laughs) Sure. Let's attribute it that to him. Not the hundreds of podcasters that have been doing this successfully for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I think, do you think that would be a good way of building hype for a future game of like, say here's, here's a thought and whoever's making the next, uh, Wolfenstein game can absolutely use this Bethesda. (laughs) If you're still in business, let me know. Um, but basically almost like they're secret transmissions from out of a, Nazi held area of like, hey, we need your help, basically. Hmm. Basically, almost like that. That's the marketing campaign. I feel like that would be a pretty big backlash, honestly. Don't you think? I feel like this world is so. No, no, like it's out. No, no, it's it's like somebody who is resistant to. Oh, they're asking. They're calling out for help, kind of. Yeah, basically, like Uh I thought they were trapped. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, basically, they're held prisoner and they're trying to get help, and they're saying. We need you, mm. Blaskowitz, yeah, and that's really it. It's like radio transmissions, and they're trying to find Blaskowitz. Doesn't say which one, just says we need you, Blaskowitz, and that's really it. So you kind of know, oh my God, we're getting a new game, but you don't know a lot about it. Would that would <laughs> that actually great. make it? Would that actually make the marketing more more effective? Hmm, I think if something like that would probably be. Like a shock. If it was like Blaskowitz somehow went into Doom and he was like just helping the Doom guy, or they did something crazy like that. Like, hey, we need your help, Blaskowitz, and it's a Doom commercial. You'd be like, what's happening right now? I don't know. I'm pretty hooked on it. I like the idea. And I... <laughs> Bethesda sent me a check. Um, <laughs> again, if you're still in business, because uh, but wait, it was Bethesda that made Wolfenstein, right? Uh, yeah, um... they they published it. I think it was Machine Head Games that made like developed it. That's right. Fully. But uh, I think it would actually be kind of a cool marketing campaign um, because I think a lot of games are just now, and I know this is not on super main topic, but a lot of games are just kind of like, here's a trailer, we know you'll watch it, and that's it. There's nothing mm-hmm. There's nothing Behind innovative it. about game marketing anymore. Uh, very, very few games, I feel like, actually really try. To do their marketing. Mm. I mean, okay, man. I don't know, but that's my thought. Um, I've so, seen. Um, have you seen the Borderlands three uh, trailer? They, what is it? Happy together. The song mm-hmm. they use for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like the. I like the. I like that um, trailer. It seemed. It's not innovative or anything, but I like when um, they use like music for their thing to make kind of like a music video. I mean, it's kind of like a parody of itself. They're like, just they don't take music. it seriously. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Just well, show the fun of it. The the thing that I love about Borderlands 3, and I'm kind of still on the fence because I've not really delved into Borderlands 1 or 2. Or the pre-sequel. <laughs> yeah, that or, or the Telltale game. Um, Is the fact that what the main enemies are streamers. Mm, that's funny, yeah. <laughs> which I find is very much like poking fun at everything that is the current. Borderlands, and maybe, maybe, maybe this is a bold statement here. Borderlands is the game equivalent of South Park. Yeah, I agree with that. It's pretty. They use a lot of like pop like culture. Satire and mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah, a lot of their 
missions and like things that you do involve like references to a movie, a TV show, like something silly. It's a lot of that. It's, it's kind of like being in one of um one of like Deadpool's thoughts, I mm, guess. Yeah, just like yeah. over the top and just being in there. <laughs> I can see that. Um, so a a lot of games nowadays, I feel like they're just cashing in on certain buzzwords. Um, like, hey guys, we have co-op. We don't have loot boxes or. In some cases, I feel like some games just go, hey guys, now we have a female protagonist. I, I think uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey did that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Of like, you can play as male or female. Does it make a difference? No, but you'll buy it because of it. Does Does Wolfenstein cash in on that? Or is there like... Oh, if I can I kind of get where there's kind of a good reason for it. But is there kind of like a cash-in vibe? Like, hey guys we're hip, we're cool, or was it just there? Like, as it, Did it make sense for it to be that way? If I, I didn't like, butcher um, that question. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. I, I got you. <laughs> um, I feel like it, it wasn't necessarily too heavily relied on, just because the, um, the story behind it was that he had twins and he had twin daughters. Um, and then there's that. But I feel like if you were to just put their helmets on and you weren't able to see like let's say their their chest or hear their voices or anything like that it wouldn't necessarily i wouldn't see it being one of their selling points because i don't really mm-hmm. pay too much of attention to it until they're like interacting with each other and being dorky and stuff like that mm-hmm. they show their character that way mm-hmm. with interaction between each other but if they were like just cold and just had a helmet and i don't know grunted from here to there i would it, it'd kind of be like um like a bloodhound in uh, apex mm-hmm. i wouldn't really okay you know oh okay yeah gotcha it's kind of like the Doom guy. It could be anybody. It could mm-hmm. be... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Make It makes sense. Because uh, that, that's what I always kind of worry about in some games. They just, like, check a box and go, yep, we check that one. And <laughs> I I want... Uh, let me be very clear. I And I've been talking about this a lot recently on my streams, but I want representation in games, but I don't want pointless mm-hmm. representation in games. Don't just check a box to say... Yep, we got it. Give me a reason. Give me something solid to hold on to, not a marketing HR decision. Uh, if that mm. makes sense. No, um, it does. Kind of like that. Um, kind of like that scene in Endgame where all the like female. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So like forced into that. Yeah, I don't, because I, they never really interacted with each other. Yeah. I I actually really liked that scene. I was more thinking mm-hmm. of the. I don't know if uh, are you all Ruby fans. Yes. Mm-hmm. Past or present. So, this is probably going to catch me at least a lot of hate here, but the <laughs> Bumblebee relationship was 1,000% forced. Mm. And that's what I was saying of like, hey guys, diversity is great, forcing it is not. There's a lot of better ways to add this Make kind of thing. Yeah. I think but, the best representation for female um, for female lead in a game is probably Laura Croft from the um, rebooted Tomb Raider. Because that the at least the first one and part of this I didn't play the last one but uh, the first game man wow they really went in with that game and I feel like she represented like a strong female lead especially growing as a character throughout the game. Agreed. Uh, other strong uh, another uh, you said that another strong female protagonist main character is actually from a TV show that I am a thousand percent obsessed with the Magicians. Uh, hmm. There's two characters two female leads that. One is literally made into a goddess, 
literally. Okay. And the other one is a really strong female and actually becomes the high queen of an entire magical realm. Oh, dang. So it's it's one of those, like, hey, guys, it can be done. Just do it right. Otherwise, it looks ham-handed. Or forced, yeah. 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 And, and, and when it's forced, it just... It, you you can tell it's forced. Um, so I just yeah. want to, you need to have like a reason behind it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Make a good story, and the people will follow it. Is, I, so I've I've heard some rumors that there is a cash shop. Um, <clears throat> one is that true? And two, is it pay to win if there is? No, it it is true that there is a cash shop, but I would say it's more cosmetic. For, yeah, more for cosmetics than anything else. Really, not really um game changing things. I okay. Think you can get like skins and stuff for different weapons mm-hmm. and your like armor. So let me ask the the evolution of that question. Is it loot box mechanics or just straight I want this skin, I buy this skin? It's definitely that. You just okay. want it and you buy it. I'll buy it, yeah. Okay. I I am wholeheartedly okay with some games having cash shops as long as they're one thousand percent cosmetic, which this sounds like it is. Mm-hmm. And if you can choose what you want, um, yeah, you don't really. Need, we haven't had the need to buy any of it. You, it's just if you want to do it quicker, I, I guess. If you want all the cool stuff, the yeah. Game. The game relies heavily, um, heavily on uh, in-game currency, and by that, it's like little silver coins you pick up along like your missions and stuff. Okay. Yeah, you get paid for the missions and stuff. Okay, cool. Um, because I I always enjoy that when games actually like reward you for playing the game rather than having a credit card. Yeah, <laughs> as so many games nowadays do, where it's like, "Hey kids, your parents got a credit card? Have them buy you this crap." <laughs> Fortnite, looking at you. Yeah. Um, so anything else you want to talk about for Wolfenstein? Anything? Any other things you want to throw out there for someone to go play it, or something you would have changed? It's it's definitely a fun. Um, like we said uh, earlier, it's definitely a fun game to pick up for the weekend. But there are little little instances here and there where some patches might be able to fix them, but there I won't like say the game is one hundred percent perfect. There's just little glitches and sometimes the enemies respawn in places where they shouldn't and And very often. Yeah. So what I'm it's, hearing it's, is it's a Bethesda game. <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much. It's a Bethesda game. It gives you, you stuff to do, basically. Hey, there you go. Um, well, I think that's going to be about it. So people can find you at Twitter at mgoodspaghetti. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. all have your own website. Do you know what that is? I, know, I assume you know what that is. Would you like to share that website? <laughs> yeah, it's the letter L and then the number 8 and then nitegames.com. Late Night Games. I like it. And that is also the name of Alex's gaming channel. Is that also correct? Yeah. I, I, I figured it's a, like a whole spot for everything so might as well put everything there one and done <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly can agree with you there uh i the number of youtube channels that i have is probably <laughs> embarrassingly too high uh between personal personal and podcast it's just a nightmare um so thank you gentlemen for uh coming on the podcast i loved having you all there we have been yeah. in a lot of communication like you said on twitter of like hey throwing ideas back and forth. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I look forward to uh, to doing more stuff with you. I think that would be a great idea. Well, it looks like I just lost them, but 
it was a great episode, and until next week, I hope that you all have a wonderful episode, and I will pass along the same sentiments sentiments from the gentleman as well. So thank you everybody for hanging out with us today, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Until then, have a good one. Thanks guys, and thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. Bye.